Welcome, listener, to the return slot of KOKLA Red River Rock and Roll. <laughs> a podcast recorded <laughs> in the basement of our video store. After hours when the doors are locked, the VHSs are rewound, and the chainsaw is glowing red hot. We like to <laughs> hang out in the basement, uh, build a VHS out of tater tots, crack open a drink, and discuss our beloved genre horror. Every episode, we invite you to join us for a frosty libation as we discuss a film selected from one of our painstakingly curated subsections of the video store. That's right. For the uninitiated or anyone unlucky enough to have grown up without an independent video store, Mickey, can you elaborate on this? Of course. Back in the day before we had all the streaming services, before even Blockbuster or, if you're in East Texas, Boomtown Video, there were these independent video stores. And to appease the appetites of movie nerds like myself, Michelangelo, uh, Chris, Marika, Molly, the whole gang, they would fill them sh- their shelves with videos uh, on demand, or video nasties even. These mom and pop shops are responsible for taking the horror genre from limited theater runs and late night drive-ins to every small town in America, including uh, Burke Burnett and Grapevine and all those little East Texas towns from the movie we're going to talk about. But what really made these video stores special were the people working in the store curating personalized sections based on their interests and the interests of their patrons recommendations based on conversations man not algorithms so here at the return slot we keep that spirit alive and strong we hope you enjoy perusing our sections and joining in our conversations this week we find ourselves in the sassy sequels section of the video store now Oh yeah, I'm going. I'm going to warn the listener. This is a hangout, have a drink, and talk about horror movies podcast. This is not a film review podcast. This is not a critical analysis podcast. If anything, it is a critical analysis of ourselves. What do these horror films tell us about ourselves, our lives, our relationships? How do we see ourselves reflected in these stories, and how can we better understand ourselves and each other through these films? It's also a way for us basically to just share the things that we love with the world. Mm-hmm. So if you're not into that, then I don't don't think you're really going to be into this podcast would you would you agree with that mickey i wholeheartedly look this is uh we're gonna we are not critics we are not historians although i like to say we are yeah but, we're, um, you know but we the, are, the video store clerk is a type of historian yeah sure archivist you might say an archivist of types that sounds like a bird yeah, you say this every time I say that. That's scary. <laughs> every time I call okay, we're gonna, okay, it's going to be 30 minutes Listen. of this bird talk, okay? <laughs> don't say archivist. What... You activate me when you say archivist, okay? Yeah, I know. You don't like Okay, It fine, sounds like fine. a bird a... from Indiana Jones. I don't Anyways. I don't like being called a clerk. I'd rather be called a, a movie archivist or a cinema archivist. <laughs> I was going to just... Sorry. <laughs> I was going to quickly hey, chime you, in. you shut up. You shut up. You <laughs> what are you introduced doing? to yet? What do you no, mean? No, we're wait still a on our well, stuff. You, you don't have an intro yet, Chris. <laughs> you sit there and you wait. You wait. Did you, you said his name? You ruined my intro. I had a whole intro written for this fucking <laughs> oh, scumbag. Oh, damn it. Okay, I'm going I'm to cut, cut it out. Tonight, no. tonight, we are joined in the basement by Sylvanian music expert, uh, <laughs> the Earthside Chris Bowler. What were you going to say, Chris? 
Well, I was just going to quickly chime in that uh, I very vaguely recall uh, the people that worked at video stores when I was a kid and a young adult as being some of the most critical people I ever met in my life. So it's funny you guys be like, (laughs) those guys are critical. Yeah, they fucking work. That is a good point. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, So now that Chris has been introduced, before we get to our film, I got to ask the boys what are you drinking tonight chris go ahead well you know me i like to make a little cocktail a little spooky i'm calling this little little spooky cocktail i call this uh the red river death trip yes (laughs) yes we got a little tequila aperol orange juice Mm -hmm. hot sauce grenadine lime and a touch of sparkling water is this is this an invention of your own creation? Uh, I mean, they always are. I mean, it's kind of a play on like a few different things. Like, you know, it's a little bit of like a ranch water, a little bit of touch mm-hmm. of a margarita, touch of an Aperol spritz, you know, yeah, kind yeah. of a handful of things thrown yeah. in together. How, that, that, I got to have I an know, Aperol I got to tr- try that. Hold on, let me try that. Yeah, it sounds good. delicious. I do like I do like ranch water Ooh. and I do like Aperol spritz. Mm-hmm. But I like the, the idea that of is... kicking it. Yeah. Yeah, the hot it's sauce, actually. Yeah, funny story. Uh, I have a, uh, a hot sauce that uh, whenever I was in Mexico, I bought that I never cracked open. And I decided that it was appropriate to throw it in there. And I totally threw way too much in there. So every time I'm taking a sip, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's got feeling the kick. back yeah. of my throat off a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's, I'm definitely like, uh, um, that's going to activate what, like your a, ulcers, a thermo, Michelangelo. A, mm-hmm. a, a, no, no, it's a thermogenic for me. So, oh, like, if anything, I'm oh, ready okay. to work out and, 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 and bang. You know, Maybe I mean? for me it's for me it's like lowering my blood pressure because I'm a dad, so it's all that capsaicin yeah. really helping me out. This yeah. will uh, this will help uh, carve off your hemorrhoids, so you have to go to hospital. Yeah, those hemorrhoids. Oh my, yeah. <laughs> Yikes! Yikes! Yeah, um, bloody beans. Mickey, what are you having? Uh, you know, hey, this is a from from an East Texas boy. I grew up. And everything that takes place in this film looks like it was shot in like the woods out behind my house. And so this East Texas yeah. boy is having Shinerbach, of course. Oh, of course shiners. he's having Shinerbach. Nice. And for those who don't remember Big Red, the extremely racist soda from the, you know. Oh, I was going to talk. I was going to talk about this. So we, like, we can, we can hold it. Okay. Talk, yeah, yeah. Because I, I had questions so about Shinerbach. It. Shinerbach me. Um. That's amazing. I, I think I'm drinking the rival tonight because I didn't. I, in honor of the patron saint of this podcast, is Joe Bob Briggs. I'm having Lone Star. Ah, Lone Star. Ah, I know it's good. not in the movie, it's but still, it's. Still still, I, I, I it's prefer it. Yep. Yeah. I prefer it. I prefer like what's the so you know I never I haven't spent any time in Texas, Mickey. Where, where's mm-hmm. the dividing line between Shinerbach and Lone Star? Like, wh- wh- what's mm, the deal there? Good question. I mean, my understanding of like just growing up there around it, like Shinerbach is more of um, a traditional beer, and Lone Star, as of late, has kind of gone from like a cheap beer to like something a little more, you know, heralded. I would, I would say it's like um, Paps. I'd say it's it's yeah, like a, trust me, like a Paps, like that run of like being the cheap ass beer to then getting being cool, cool chic. Yeah, being cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's kind of what Lone Star is. It's kind of like the cool chic beer that's like. You know, I mean, I think if you talk just pure flavor, I actually think Shinerbach has a little bit more flavor, like a little more malty flavor than a Lone Star. A Lone Star is more refreshing. Hmm. 
I want Joe Bob to chime in on this. I want yeah, to and I'll, Joe I'll put Bob him in his place. Great rant. He'd have a great eight-minute rant about mm-hmm. the history of the beers. About you not being able to come within a certain amount of feet of them. So. Yeah. Well, that's uh, neither here nor there, okay? That's, that's yeah. sometimes you so, love so, too much. And speaking so what, of love what are you too, drinking, loving too much. You said Lone Star. That's um, right. Boat Joe Bob. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So so speaking of loving too much, uh, um, tonight, uh, the movie yeah. we're talking about, um, from Cinema Verte to surreal, mm-hmm. satirical, sassy sequel, from hippies to yuppies, from mindless monster to a lovelorn teenager, this film <laughs> tells the journey of a backcountry Texas cannibals just trying to win a chili contest and find true love. Like The Godfather... This movie is about family. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Tonight, mm -hmm. we are talking about Toby Hooper's 1986 romantic horror comedy, (laughs) Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2, or also known as Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, or what we'll probably be calling it tonight, TCM2. TCM2. TCM2, that's a mouthful. (laughs) Is it? I thought that would be easier than Texas Chainsaw. Or we call it Did chainsaw, you... just chainsaw. That's what Joe Bob calls I, it. Yeah. I heard a little thing it's... about how uh, when when they were shooting it, they were calling it saw two, which is funny now in hindsight. That yeah, is funny. in hindsight. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Joe Bob was in uh, that or was in uh, the original cut of this. Oh, we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. Okay. Uh, but first, okay. but first, I would like to talk about our history and relationship with the film and why. Why? So mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I'm going to go first because I have the why, but also I probably have the shortest story about the history. I, I, I'm assuming um, at least on one end. Um, so why? If you listen to our Gremlins 2 episode, this whole concept of the sassy sequels was created because like a month ago, I watched for the first time. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Now, tex- the te- Texas Chainsaw Massacre films are sort of a blind spot for me. I am aware of them. Uh, I am aware of the importance of at least the first one. Uh, I'm familiar, like I know Vigo Mortensen uh, is in the third one, and Matthew McConaughey and Renee Zellweger mm-hmm. is in the, are in the fourth one. Like yep. I know facts about it, but I, I, I've never really watched them. So I watched this and I was just blown. I call, I think I called both of you that mm-hmm. night or the next morning, and just like, where has this movie been? My whole I had no idea that it was mm-hmm. such a wild swing for the sequel of this. I had no idea it was like this hilarious and absurd mm-hmm. and satirical and just like and also just like truly terrifying at moments. It's it's. I I loved it so much I had to talk about it and I was like, uh, what section of the video store is this in? And it's of course it's sassy sequels, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that's that's sort of the why and my history with it. Uh, Chris, yep. what's um, what's your history and relationship with Texas Chainsaw Two? Uh, I mean, I kind of hate it. Like, I mean, I not hate the film, but I kind of hate the fact that it's like, I feel like I say a lot of the same kind of story. You know what I mean? Like, but introduction was yeah. Monster Vision. You know, that was like okay. the introduction ah, to it. It was Joe, Joe Bob. Bob, you know, and like, yeah. you know, yeah, that type of thing. And then like, it was one of those things like, you know, saw part of it edited, uh, was confused 
like if I was like <laughs> if it was like the edit, how old were you? Oh, I'm gonna say fourteen, probably. Okay, somewhere in that range. Like, so it's fourteen. You're in Kansas. You're watching uh, Monster Vision by yourself. Oh yeah, oh yeah. By yourself, late at night. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like you know, I don't know, ten o'clock, eleven o'clock. What the Monster Vision wasn't like a super late night show. Mm-hmm. Um, back mm-hmm. in the day, but like I was, but the point was like I was confused if it was really supposed to be that like comedic, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. or if it was because yeah. sometimes some films just come off that way in the editing process when they try to make it for basic cable. So then you know a handful of you know months or years, whatever it was later watching it all the way through and then being incredibly entertained by it, you know, for obviously how comedic and how silly, especially for that age. I took a lot of joy in horror films, but also too, I really took a joy in the comedic horror films because, you know, it's like, it's one of those things too, that the fear factor sets into you a little bit more than when you're an adult. So then Mm -hmm. it helps take that edge off. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Whenever you got something to laugh at and then be a little like the next second, you know? So yeah, but yeah, it's a, a joyful film that has been, this has been my first full rewatch though in a long time. Like I'll see scenes Great. of it here and there, but yeah. So a few things uh, definitely were caught on a full rewatch for sure. I can't wait to dive into that. Um, mm-hmm. Mickey, what's, mm, mm, yes, yes. Mickey, what is, what is your history? Uh, I know we're not going to do, I know we're not going to talk about TCM one, but. I have to just say a small thing about TCM one <laughs> because because yeah. it kind of plays into TCM two. Well, uh, so when I saw Chainsaw one, I was quite a bit older than when I'd seen like Friday Thirteenth and Nightmare on Elm Street and Halloween. So it was like one of the franchises, big franchises that I, I had kind of not really gone into because Leatherface did, didn't really appeal to me. So when I watched it, I was I think. Um, just didn't appeal to me. Just, uh, uh, you know, I'm from Texas. Like there was lore around it being a real story. It was like, just, yeah. there were these things that just kind of scared me about it. And the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre, when I saw it the first time, actually like scared the piss out of me, to be honest. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, yeah, I had already same. even seen, uh, 14, 15. And I had already mm-hmm. seen like Nightmare on Elm Street. It's because those were, had a certain polish to them that was different than the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and the sweatiness. And it felt like it was like down the road from me in West Texas. I lived in Lubbock for a minute too, which is West Texas. So it felt like it just was a little too close to home. And it was mm-hmm. really like the maniacal, like I almost like my killers to be like a Michael Myers or like a Freddy, but these like crazy hillbillies really bollocks. Like they're like, I'm getting close to home. They sound like my mom, you know, like my mom has that accent. Leatherface sounds like uh, your mom. Thank you for listening. (laughs) But, uh, so, so that's TCM once. Then, uh, I totally shunned off Texas Chainsaw Massacre as as a series. Then when I heard my hero, Matthew McConaughey, well, had a movie that he had done. <laughs> I'm not kidding. This is high school Mickey. I was like, what? So I went and, and Renee Zellweger, Texas Royal TV. What do you know? So I watched uh, The Next Generation. And, you know, The Next Generation is batshit crazy. It is. It, we, I, we have to talk about it at some mm-hmm. point in, on this podcast. It's batshit crazy. But, it's, but it, there was like <laughs> some cool stuff to it. McConaughey is 
I hated his performance at the time. It may be my favorite performance of his now. Um, so then I thought, well, I'm going to go back because I, I, it warmed me up to it. So I was like, I'm going to go back and watch two. And I watched two and I just didn't get it. I, I didn't really like hate Makes it. Sense. Yeah. I didn't really, I didn't know if I liked it or not. It was just was like so tonally like different mm-hmm. than, you know, and then so fast forward, you know, I'm an adult. Um, I've now come to appreciate the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre and realizing at that young age, I didn't realize that the documentary kind of shaky cam moves and all that stuff was something I wasn't used to. And it probably just all of it just felt really new to me and scary. Um, so I really appreciate the first film now. And I watched, uh, that, that docu-series on, um, um, what's the, what's the, uh, the channel you always talk about? Cutter? Yeah, Shudder. I watched. Yeah, I watched the docu series on Shudder where they're talking about all the '80s horror films. Yeah, and they they mention this one and, and and they talk about how wonderful it is. And so I revisited it what two years ago, maybe, maybe the beginning of the pandemic, because uh, I knew the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre was going to come out soon. So I was like, I'm just going to throw it on and check it out. I, you know, and I watched it again because all these people said it was great, and I really got a kick out of it. Still didn't love it, but I was like, this is this is good. It's good. It's it's smarter than I had any right to 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 know when I was you know sixteen or seventeen whenever I watched it. Then, when you told me that you had just watched it and we were talking about it, I was like, "Well, I'm gonna go watch it right now." So then I watched it, what four weeks ago in New York City before coming having dinner with you the next night, and I wanted so bad. At, no, we were having dinner. Together. I know it was like we wanted to talk I about it so, so bad. bad. I was like, oh, okay, I was like, save it, it all. I gotta save, save it. it all. I gotta save it all. You know, but there, are, but there, there, there are things in this movie that exist outside of the movie itself that are just flashpoints of my childhood. Because I grew up in East Texas, and this particular weekend where this takes place is a, is like it is as big as you know any holiday in Texas. I that was actually one of the things I totally did not remember that this is Red River Shootout weekend the and Red that River being Shootout, a, a yeah. part of the plot. At. I that totally yeah. was missed on me before. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh shit, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, I grew up at University of Texas, like I mean every in Texas you're either an Aggie or you're a Longhorn. And I grew up a Longhorn. You know? Yep. Hook Oh no. Chris <laughs> just gave me the he, he gave me the hook 'em horns and then quickly drove it down to where the horns are pointing to the ground. For anybody who loves college football, you know the horns are either loved or hated. There is no, there is no in between. There's no like they're okay. No, you either love them or hate them. I used to have a Santa Claus dressed up like a University of Texas Longhorns football player, and it was like 17 feet tall. And I would put it in my front yard when I lived in Arkansas because everybody around there is Razorback fans. Oh sure, yeah. Just so that my Santa would be in in his University of Texas Longhorns, uh, you know, uniform with his sack of goodies for the Arkansas kids. Oh man, you probably I'm surprised you didn't get egged or anything. I got egged all the time. I was constantly oh, okay. getting like death threats. <laughs> like people threw people, like this is Arkansas. People threw dead ducks yeah, in my yard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <shit>. oh my <laughs> God. Oh, I hope they were already <sighs> dead. Oh my gosh. They were good eating. <laughs> I think you ate I'm them. Kidding. That's, that's like, that was, a, like a Sawyer. See, a lot, like a Sawyer, a lot of you, Texas, ate, you ate the flesh. Uh, a lot of the Texas Emmy is going to come out. When we were watching this today, I put it back on a day to watch it for a little bit. Molly said, Oh my God, if people have not met your mom, uh, stretch 
sounds her accent is just like your mother really I'm like i know oh really As I, I, oh, yes, your mom just my got mom real talks hot like stretch oh no boy. no oh, boy. So, oh, stop oh yeah stop it no 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 stop she's it. got them legs she got them screams what? no oh yeah no accent just accent will your will your <laughs> mom accent. will your mom reenact the uh the the ice bin scene the ice with, bucket uh, with the soda face. spraying all over my mom's <laughs> big body, red. and you and you're gonna be you're, and you're gonna be Leatherface in that scene. No, I'm gonna be Stretch. She's gonna be Leatherface. Go! Oh, I'm all for this. It's yes. a reverse. It's a reverse. It's yeah, I like progressive. It. I like it. Uh, like it's not that. chauvinistic. Um, we're gonna get to that. Uh, I do want to get through. Like, are, are you are you finished? I'm, I'm with, done with your hit. That was okay. Good. Um, yeah. Uh, I do want to just get through like a couple of things before we dive into talking about the movie. Uh, just a little context for it. Um, uh, I watched some documentaries. They're fantastic. And the um, the writer, uh, I don't have his name in front of me right now. I'm sorry. But the writer uh, basically wrote the first draft in three months. And then they had a month to put together a crew, find locations, and build the sets. Uh, and the mm. deal was made in February and they wrapped in July. They were editing during shooting, which is, was very uncommon during that time. And it was released in August. Now it was rewritten during the entire <laughs> shoot because Canon cut yep. the budget by $1 million the Sunday before the Monday that they started shooting. They had like Damn. a late night Cannon. meeting. Fucking okay. nuts. Nuts. All right. Um, the final draft you know why? was written. Uh, I, I'm, I'm just going to get through this real quick, like broad yeah, strokes. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. So final draft was written on uh, June 28th. The film ra- wrapped July 4th. Uh, three crews shooting simultaneously. Um, they uh, Filmmakers did not compromise on what they wanted to make. They just figured that they would make a to just make it work despite the limitations that were subtly put on them. Um, Canon sees a cut of the film. They hope they yep. do not get it. Where <laughs> yep. are the monsters? Yep. Where are the monsters? We <laughs> yeah, to see the monsters. Um, yeah. uh, uh, they took it and they created their own edit, but apparently the filmmakers and the writer are uh, not bitter about it. They were ultimately happy that okay. it exists, stating that people don't usually get to make movies. Um, yep. and you know, the, uh, and in reference to its critical response, when it came out, the world was a very, was very small still. So the noise of disappointment had no real effect on us because we knew what we had done according to the writer. Um, okay. so a little context. Yeah. I know. I mean, yeah. it was at least, it was at least profitable. I know it didn't make a lot of money, but it, I think it made some money yeah. back in a little extra, I think. Not, it was like, not it was like a $4 in, million. Uh, it like made half of its budget, I think, in opening, which is not what you, the whole deal Cannon made with Toby Hooper didn't work out. The two sure, films he made films. prior, were, yeah, it was a three picture deal. Mm-hmm. The two films mm-hmm. he made prior weren't, he, you know, Life Force was one of them. Yeah, uh, it was, Ooh, yeah, you know, Life these Force. These are all films like I don't know. Ooh, I forget the, what the third one's called, but yeah, yeah, Life Force. <laughs> yeah, uh, but um, <laughs> films that were appreciated past past their time. Life Force for a yeah. different reason than that. Life Force is just super enjoyable because it's bananas right mm-hmm. but i think mm-hmm. why people love this film is because uh uh they didn't get it when it came out basically yeah, i didn't right yeah i didn't get it when i first saw right? it yeah um and then 
uh, just to talk about Joe Bob real quick, because he he had a cameo that was cut in the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. He says, you know, he grades uh, films by blood, breasts, and beasts. Um, and he says that uh, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is the greatest drive-in movie in history, the first one. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. It, you know, it's ba- it was banned mm-hmm. in 28 states and 34 countries. And he said about this film... Uh, this movie has the last word on teenagers in America and what ought to be done with them, which mm-hmm. I thought was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, yeah, let's uh, let's talk Interesting about because the film. no one's a what? teenager. I well, I guess uh, the uh, maybe the, the, the guys at the, the beginning. beginning the yuppies Maybe. if they are they're they're college kids they're going to see UT say, oh, yeah, yeah. college yeah they'd be probably i think Listen, they'd be more like shut early the 20s. fuck up he said that Just a long saying. time you, you <laughs> fucking he he did say this before the film was released he's he's shooting it and it <laughs> well, was a fucking okay. it was a mess of things okay so well th- there is maybe that. he was um, maybe in the movie theater scene that he was in he was with a bunch of teenagers well, did you it. did you see like the deleted scenes then? Like, because there's the Joe Bob one. Did you see the other one? Mm. Like, uh, the slaughter scene with the group of like yuppie football fans? No, I did not see that one. I didn't. Oh, have it's time, really funny. It's, it's fantastic. the special effects are great. Yeah, because yeah. pretty much it's like it's like their night of slaughter. Mm-hmm. And it's like them rolling up to this like parking lot and uh, like a group of guys and then like being like, you want to try some croissants? They're in the back of the van. And then yeah. out comes Leatherface and chops them apart with like a chainsaw. <laughs> like fingers fly in and head go rolling. That's like, hilarious. Like, it's really yeah. funny. Yeah. It's well, really that's enjoyable. the teenagers, right? Could I that guess. Be the that's teen- what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. it's funny, though, because like yeah. that got taken out. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, yeah. And then last last piece of business, 95, a bootleg VHS edition of the film circulates uh, among uh, video dealers and collectors at the Fangoria Convention in New York City. 98, the film gets an official release on VHS by MGM. 2000, we get a DVD release. 2006, we get a second DVD release from MGM called The Gruesome Edition, which features okay. commentary and documentaries. Then 2012, we get a Blu-ray with all those extras. 2016, Scream Factory releases a collector's edition, which went out of print in 2020. And then in 2022, the wonderful Vinegar Vinegar Syndrome releases their three-disc 4K ultra-high-definition Blu-ray edition of the film with archival and newly commissioned bonus features, which is some of the stuff you guys probably watched. Yeah. 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 Um, Uh, I read, and I... I was wondering if this, if you could read the same thing that it technically wasn't rated up until all the way like ninety eight, whenever because before they pretty much when it went to rating it was going to be an X so they just rolled with unrated on theatrical mm-hmm. release, yeah and then that's didn't the actually release an R cut until like nineteen ninety eight or something like that which like that's crazy yeah that makes sense so they waited that makes long. sense yeah, um, yeah, so. This, oh, cool, we did it! <laughs> I just I, one okay, last well, thing. The writer, thanks everybody, yep. right, we're guys. done. We're done. <laughs> the, the the writer, uh, right before this, he writes Paris, Texas, which wins the uh, uh, Palm no du Dior, Palm Dior, Palm Dior at Con, and yeah, he is he he gets he gets told, okay, you're on a serious list of serious. Hollywood 
screenwriters. Yeah. So, and I'm, I'm quoting him right now. His response to, to all of this, ac- all these accolades was, how do I get myself off the map of serious Hollywood screenwriters? So he takes <laughs> this job yeah, writing that's great. this like John Hughes spoofing uh-huh. Texas, you know, because you, how do you top the original, well, right? That, that's, I mean, that's the that's that's what he that's what Toby, Toby Hooper does. It's like, okay, I said what I had to say. I'm not going to do a John Carpenter thing, where like I'm going to try to continue this story and like come up with yeah. things that I'm not happy with. He just goes twelve years later. He just goes and does something completely different with it. Right, Chris, will you right. want to say something? I see it well, on I was your face. Say, where did well two things? I guess where did his career go from there? Like, do you know, like where he. I, I did not follow the writer and his kind of credits. I didn't so know he, fascinated. He continued to write. Um, uh, he doesn't have a huge credit list, but he continued to write thereafter. Mm-hmm. And I, it, he just seems like one of the guys who's like, I just, I want to enjoy life. I was able yeah. to do that through writing. I didn't mm-hmm. want any of the fame. I didn't want any of the pomp and yeah. circumstance. I was able to live within my means and like that. that that's you yeah. know, and he had, he had a very um, humble uh, and grounded viewpoint on like the making of this film. Like like I said, like him like not being bitter about like the cut they made of it and like just being happy that they made this like physically <clears throat> exhausting, like just. Just oh, like he like the last night of shooting, he's yeah. like in a on the street in a in a director's chair, writing on a portable typewriter. He passes out and wakes up, and then like it's like done, Ugh. the movie's over. And Tom Tom Savini, who did special effects on the film, mm-hmm. uh, the great Tom Savini, great special uh, effects, wonderful special. Oh my god, they're so great. Fantastic. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, he there's there's a video you can see of like him and all of his guys like just like diving into a pool on the last day of shooting and just because it was just a nightmare to shoot. It was like hundred plus degrees and like you know, and then he was like, We all went to Disneyland after. I don't know what the rest of the crew did, but like my 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 guys and me, we all went to Disneyland after. Um so yeah. Stretch. We were talking about Stretch. I love Stretch. Yeah. I'm surprised that she's not yeah. on my Bigger. radar before this, and that she's not Carolyn on the Williams. list of like greatest, greatest, uh, greatest scream queens or final girls mm-hmm. or like. It vacillates between like strong female protagonists and 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 not. You know what I mean? Like she, there are scenes where she does have like a lot of agency and she's a badass, and there are other scenes where she's kind of a victim. Uh, but mm-hmm. like I fucking loved her in this. I thought she was amazing. Her uh, her scream was too much for me. Like like it was uh, a lot. Uh, it's just it's, it's too much of it, yeah, and that's not on her. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's nothing against no, I think her. She was doing what, like, yeah, she was doing yeah, what, yeah. what they wanted. Yeah, they, but they, it's just too much of her yelling. And screaming, <laughs> you know what I that, mean? Like they, yeah. she talks about the language of of screams and like how they created like five or six different languages of screams within the story of the film to express like what she's going through. And uh, I picked mm-hmm. up on it, but I do see what you're saying, and I get it. Uh, but like, that's what they but wanted. I, <laughs> I, I also thought that that was part of. I th- thought that might might have been part of the joke, right? It's like, you know, sure, you want scream queens. Oh, this is gonna be the screamiest queen ever, because they have her screaming. Like in the last thirty minutes <laughs> of this film, 
She is nothing oh, but screams. God. Yeah. But I, I think but that's I hilarious, though. And and no, so do I. That's why I think I think it's intentional. Cause like, and they also have that rat noise underneath her screams. Like every time they like when she's at the table, they cut back to her and she's <laughs> like, "Oh no!" no. a little yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, but when she's before that whole point, when she's just stretch in the radio station doing her DJing mm-hmm. stuff, she's very like she's good. She's she's effective. She's um, natural. She's a good actress in the first half of this film. And the second half, she's screaming a lot. So it's hard to know, like, you know. But but I but I even Molly and I had she's that conversation good... where like she's good. She's got chops. She and she's uh, got dude... some good scenes in the second half, like where she's like, I don't think this is gonna no, she's... work out. You know? No, no, she's great. No, she's great all the way through. I'm, I'm saying it's like a, a, a lot yeah. of the, the second half is is her just screaming and being the final girl, you know. Mm-hmm. But but the yeah. first half it's like she's got more agency, she's fighting back. She's always fighting back. I'm not trying to say it changes, but I just it's not Apple's I'm not I'm not trying to make a comparison of the second half, first half. I just wanna say that as an actress, she's she's very believable, very good, and she's worthy of carrying this film. Did uh did you guys read that thing about how uh he says that she's played Stretch in three different films. Oh, I, I, I know that she. I know and, that she, and like she has a cameo in uh, part three. Part three, right? And then yeah. like that's in like she's not credited as Stretch, but she says that she is playing Stretch as a TV reporter. And then Got she's it. in, I guess, Hatchet three, which I've never seen the Hatchet films. Oh, Hatchet, yeah. yeah. I, but, I saw the first one. It's some but people evidently, like him. but it, 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 isn't it the same Leatherface guy? Isn't he the same like guy? No. Uh, somehow the the, the 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 guy who plays Hatchet, who plays Hatchet. Uh, I, I thought it was Kane, Kane Hodder. Hodder's in one of them. It is yeah. Kane Hodder. Them, I'm sorry. It is Kane Hodder. That's his other franchise. I'm sorry. Yeah. No? It is. No, no, you're I right. I thought it was just one. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I yeah, was I thinking that the tie between Texas bits not. It's the tie between uh, Friday. Continue. But Sorry. anyway, she's in like Hatchet Three as like some character, and she's like in this interview, she was like, "Oh, uh, that was actually Stretch, uh, but this character, <laughs> she had uh, changed her name and remarried like a sheriff in some town or something like that." I like wow. that. that was really it's like funny. fuck it, I'm a she's Hatchet. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like that. She's, do that. Like, she's merging. She's merging <laughs> universes that the creators never intended. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. She's like, ah, I've actually been playing no. the same character for years. Between Hatchet stuff. and Leatherface are in the same world yeah they you know mm-hmm. she's she's got a crazy audition story where she oh like, i love it yeah uh, yeah she she'll like she sees a bunch of girls and you know they all look the same like like when you go into an audition room you, you sure. typically see a lot of versions of you in them uh and she yeah. like she ran down to the end of the hall and just ran down the entire hall screaming slammed the door took all the chairs and tables barricaded them in the audition room and then like gave the audition directly to Toby Hooper. And I think the writer, um, uh, mm-hmm. that is a God, like, don't do that. That's a, well, a, a, like a million times out of one. It's not going to work out for you, <laughs> but it worked but out Toby for Hooper her seems to, in this situation. He, he, he seems to gravitate towards actors that, that, that are, trying to break the mold with their audition. Like, you know, Bill Mosley's is right. <laughs> yeah. You know, his like thing. Yeah. 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 Um, 
Yeah, and when I just oh, so last my last thing about Joe Bob. Yeah. So Joe Bob, I watched a thing uh, Joe Bob about like the making of Texas Chainsaw Two and how it happened. Uh, it was recorded from the Alamo Draft House. Go check it out. I'm not going to reiterate mm. it, but in That's it, really cool. he says that he yeah. had written the definitive article on Texas Chainsaw Massacre and that it's hard to find, not impossible, hard to find. But if you want to read it email him directly and he'll send it to you. So I emailed him directly and I got sent the article and it's like a 69 page article that I've read half of it. Uh, But yeah, Toby Hooper casts in a very odd way. And he also directs Mm -hmm. in a very odd way too, at least Mm -hmm. early in his career. Mm -hmm. Very, um, very chill person. Whenever like you look up interviews, he talks about like his career and then, or, or, and you know, TCM two in particular, he's just very easygoing about it, which is surprising yeah. to me. Yeah, he's just always with a cigar and a Dr Pepper in hand. Apparently. Dr Pepper, the drink, the soda of Texas people. Uh-huh, yeah, speaking yeah, yeah. speaking of soda, okay, <laughs> I didn't know Big Red was racist, although now it's making sense to me. But I do remember Big Red soda when I was a kid. It was around yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So explain to me, uh, like, I, I guess, is there Native American stuff? Is that why it's racist? Big Red? Well, no. no the Big Red you probably grew up with was just, just said Big Red in letters. Yeah. But yeah. The original, the original, yeah. But the original Big Red was, it was kind of, it was, it was similar to Cherokee Red. It had an Indian on there oh. uh, or a Native American okay. First Nations person, and it was called Big Red. And that was all. But, but, you know, God. but that kind of soda was they, it. Oh, it was delicious. They called. They kind of positioned themselves as as a strawberry soda, but uh, it was just like red sugar water. It was delicious. Yeah, I, it I didn't always taste like strawberries to me as a kid. Remember that? Yeah. It, but when I got done playing baseball, you get, you got one cup of soda from the concession stand when I was growing up in East Texas, and they had three choices. You know, they had Dr Pepper, RC, and Big Red. You know where I was going each time. Big red down the hatch. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't do a suicide? A little mix of everything? Oh, that's a good idea, though. I used to do suicide. That would a good idea. I used to go to the local pizza place and do suicides. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, always the, the, the reds always really take over the suicide, if you've ever noticed. Any kind of red flavoring mm. thing. It really is like the dominant flavor of the sodas. Yeah. And the I Welch's, just taught my son, actually. Juice soda. Yeah, that one's a dominating taught, flavor. Um, uh, you you taught your son what? Uh, well, literally just like two days ago, he had never heard of a hot Dr. Pepper. So I was like, oh, you got to do it. Because I've never when I was had a kid one before. Up, I've never <laughs> had one either. Used... That doesn't seem like a good idea to it me. It seems They're gross. Absolutely yeah, you like deli- it's abs- it's, yeah, it's absolutely delicious. It's, I, I mean, uh. it's a treat. It's like you're not going to drink a whole Dr. Pepper. Just take a, <laughs> like a half a Dr. Pepper, put it in a coffee cup, heat it up. And just taste it warm, and it's actually really like soothing and nice. There wasn't always a, a simmering cauldron of Dr. Pepper on the stove whenever you were growing up. Wasn't... Man, I'm telling you, in my house, that and fried bologna, yeah. Yeah, that sounds like not a bad life. Your mom's just like, come and get it! Because she sounds like stretch. Oh, apparently. Sounded like that, stretch. That's what I'm assuming she no, sounds like. That's not, not the screaming yeah, stretch. She's like, stretch. Mickey, get in here and get your, Mickey, get in here and get your, you know, fry bologna. Come on, man. You know, that's Ooh, more that's my mom. Bad. That was good. I gotta say, you I do sound stretch, more Texas than usual mom. tonight. I'm feeling it, man. I'm feeling these Texas, buddy. 
you know that's that's you know uh, stretch's accent is is a little more akin to like matthew mcconaughey because he's also he's from longview which is just right outside it i mean it's two hours outside of dallas so they have a similar sound and Mm. uh i think she even mentions she grew up i can't remember the town but uh, but toby hooper's from austin so he Mm -hmm. knows like the he knows the texas stuff right so it's very authentic that whole part of it. Because I, I told Molly, I was like, you know, if you didn't grow up in East Texas or, or you weren't around people from East Texas all the time, you would think that this is like an exaggeration of a Southern accent or of Texas people. That This movie, it, the thing that does exaggerate is not Texas. <laughs> you know? <laughs> what, is, what, what is it exaggerating? Uh, what do you mean? You said the things it's exaggerating is not Texas. Right. Like like in the movie, the things that, that they exaggerate, like exaggerating. Like, okay, like, so like, you like, mean the, making the tone. A kill. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, yeah, gotcha, or like gotcha, the, gotcha. The, the, Making the humor more exaggerated. I'm saying the Texas right. is okay. not something that they're like playing up. No, Texas that is, isn't an absurd, surrealist, not, <laughs> uh, satirical yeah, place. <laughs> no. Well, it's not, I, but it's not like a ham-fisted version, like someone from Chicago or New York trying to write what Texans are, in which everyone has yeah. probably like ridiculous yeah. ten-gallon hats, yeah. and it's like, or yeah, like a white yeah. straight yeah. guy writing a screenplay about uh, transgendered people. No comment. <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've, you know, you go to these, you see these things, and it's like, who wrote this? It's like, oh, someone who has no idea what it's like to be this type of person. Interesting. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. What's what's with the reaction, Chris? What is <laughs> you just you just took it so serious? Like we I get it. Yeah, like, you're a good okay. person, Michelangelo. You're a good person. <laughs> no, no. Nobody's questioning. No, no, you're no, a good no. person. No, I'm, I'm agreeing with what you're saying. No, I'm giving yeah, you yeah, yeah. I saw. We know. I saw and. I saw an opportunity to make you feel awkward about a statement, and I went for it, and I feel no shame or guilt That's about it. Insane. I don't know why I'm friends with Same. you. Jesus. Yeah, but no, but so. but uh, the the whole. So, do you guys know what the river uh, the uh, uh, Red River Shootout is, or I think they call it the Red River Rivalry? I know Chris uh, yeah, does. Showdown now. I don't. They can't say shoot yeah. anymore. Yeah, you can't yeah. say shootout. Well, yeah. <laughs> so for the listener who doesn't know, and for Michelangelo, uh, so like the opening of this movie is all building up to the weekend of the Texas State Fair. And at the Texas State Fair, they have one game that rules all of college football, and it's OU versus UT, and they play in the Cotton Bowl in Dallas. And the, the, the State Fair is on the same weekend, so like for one weekend – the city of Dallas Fort Worth, I say it's you know, they're two separate cities, but they're basically the same. Dallas Fort Worth becomes just bombarded with college football fans, people going to the state fair, and we could never afford tickets to the OU uh UT game. So when I was a kid, what we would do is we'd go to the state fair and we would literally buy tickets for the Ferris wheel because it's the largest Ferris wheel in the state. And we would ride it up during the game and watch a little bit of the game as we get to the top and then ride back down. And we'd like, oh, I, I just saw something. Did you see that? And we'd ride it back up and look into the game. And we'd go, oh, oh man. And that is when a you walk up to the Texas State Fair, I know. When you walk up to the Texas, well, because in, in Texas, oh, man, that, that game and football is life. And when you walk up to uh, the Texas State Fair, there's a giant guy named Big Tex that welcomes you. Like, you know, howdy. And it's the whole thing is just so opulent. 
big and that's the weekend this movie takes place so that's why like the hotels are filled with like university of texas fans with their little horns coming out of their hats mm-hmm. and it's why there's the chili cook-off which is like it's hard to explain because they make that that seem like it's like uh, just some like like some small town chili cook-off no that's that yeah. is supposed to be like the state fairs chili cook-off that this guy just won the best chili in the entire state yeah so i just i'm throwing that that context in there to to because he doesn't contextualize it, I don't think enough. Mm-mm, but no, it's like agree. it's it's like a huge weekend in Texas. Uh yeah, complete outsider perspective, just like a college football fan that knows about you know from the football perspective. But yeah, it's a huge yeah. deal. Uh, I'll give you a real quick also too. <laughs> I'd love yeah. Uh, do yourself a favor and read about like, I, the, the stories that happen between Texas and Oklahoma football fans. Like generally speaking, there's like a big fight. <laughs> Like mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, like an Oklahoma fan like ripped a testicle out of a Texas fan in a bar fight. Jesus Christ! God. Like it's insane. Oh man! <laughs> oh my God! Um, yeah, that's crazy. I I do want to say you you said he does doesn't give enough context, and I and, and I, I, I I just got to say like a lot was things were cut, budget was cut. I would say Canon didn't give enough context for. Correct. I Correct. think wow. they probably, you know, with all those Joe budget Hooper limitations. <laughs> yeah, we're really defender. defender. Not apo- I'm not apologizing for Toby Hooper. I'm defending him. It's a big difference. <laughs> no, I, I, no, I get it. I, you know, you, but also, if you're gonna do, if you're gonna have to change things for pace or the cutting room floor, I don't blame him for taking out some, some kind of Texas oh, mythological. Cannon took this Cannon and cut did. it. He had no control I'm, over the edit. I'm hey, I'm defending Cannon a little bit, saying like, why are you going to spend a lot of time on just like mm-hmm. some Texas mythology that affects like one people in their state and no one else is be like, okay, hey, we get it, whatever. It's a big fair, you know. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm not. A, I'm not defending Cannon. We know Cannon was only about that. <laughs> we know what I love Cannon films. I love mm-hmm. Cannon. Films. Their films are hilarious. Crazy. Yeah. Um. Dennis Hopper's triumphant return to the uh, silver screen. Yeah, the hop. Sem- out of, he was in semi-retirement at the time, coming out of rehab, mm-hmm. and he s- decides to do this film uh, uh, mo- for two reasons mostly. One, he wanted to be in Austin because he thought it was yeah. a cool place, and two, he loves mm-hmm. golf, and Austin had a lot of great golf courses. And three, his character disappears <laughs> Like a huge chunk of the movie, a huge chunk. So, so he like wanted to go. He was like, "I want to go hang out with Willie Nelson and play golf Mm -hmm. and make some money." So this is like the perfect project. Yeah. Apparently, (laughs) uh, Lefty and Stretch were supposed to be uh, like it's his like uh, illegitimate child, like his like they they were supposed to find out the story moment. There's, there's, there's a couple the moment. moments, yeah. Well, and even the two, then was he call her? He calls her sister. Sister, yeah, that's it. But he's, oh, he's saying it like, like brother or yeah, sister, like it's, you know, yeah. a fellow in arms. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, there's yeah. a lot though there that's like definitely relationships. Uh, or or are is he calling her sister? But or is he calling her sister because that was like a wink? Because you're down there with your brother, right? Cause in, cause his son is, yeah, yeah, the the son's the the uh fucking what's Franklin. his name, the guy in the wheelchair, Franklin, yeah, yeah, is it his son yeah. or his brother? Wait, I, I I I forgot. I thought it was, 
I don't think it's. I thought it was even. I thought it was nephew. It might be. Oh boy. Oh boy. Jeez. This one of those. This looks embarrassing. This is embarrassing. I know. I I got so many fucking shit. It's like we all. Yeah. We all. He's a family member. We all thought that he's a family member. Yeah. Yeah. Family member is what matters most. Yeah. He's the uncle of Sally and Franklin Hardesty. Yeah, like two okay. of them. Yeah, the, uncle. the two yeah, yeah. of the original was a brother. Yeah, because they're siblings. The Sally, yeah. 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 So maybe we're Marilyn reading the sister thing something. too much. I think you're right. It probably is a sister, like like we're in this together kind of shit. Because it's not like there's deleted scenes that gives context to that. That's stuff no. that was cut from the script while they yeah. were like constantly mm-hmm. rewriting it during production. But I yeah. think they wanted to keep a flavor of that. And I think that's what you're talking about is like that, the empathy. Yeah. He has towards it is funny. He he's like, you know, he does Blue Velvet this year as well, and they're mm-hmm. like Blue Velvet's an over the top performance. But like people say, this is an he's over the top performance, and like I don't think I it think is. other other than when he's not chainsawing down but, things, yeah, right. He's yeah. pretty. He's a yelling. pretty grounded, yeah. realistic. He's, performance. he's understated. Yeah, understand. Yeah. Like, and I I do when he so when he, when he goes and he buys that chainsaw, <laughs> right. <laughs> You know the like old man scene. who's like, ah, my aching banana. Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> well, I put on the, the joy what? that I get is whenever he's testing out the chainsaws and the old man be like, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> he's, he's he says he says ah, my aching banana when he's banana. like, is that, yeah. really says that there? I, yeah, I put on the that. captions. I put on that's and that's what it says. No, and I was reminded. I was reminded of when uh, Chris, when you came to New York and and like. Oh. We got a, there was a cookie shop that opened up in my neighborhood and <laughs> you like I didn't have the cookie, but Chris sat down and I watched Chris eat this cookie and I felt like I was like that old man where I was like cheering him on. Banana. And I'm like, yeah, my aching banana. Like, is he saying like, ah, oh, my dick's getting so hard? Yes. I'm like, no, How no, awesome no, no, this no, is? no, 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 no. I, th- I think it's like he's he it's a sense of the virality like the 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 vitality i should say not virality but um it's a, it's a sense that he's like oh my aching banana I, my aching banana can't be doing what you're doing like when chris is eating that cookie you're like your manhood's being stripped away so you feel like you got an aching banana did you feel like when i was eating that giant delicious chocolate chip cookie that your manhood was being drinked away <laughs> michelangelo <laughs> no i felt like it was being revitalized Oh, okay. Really? Okay, good. Yeah, I got, I got the satisfaction cookie eating. <laughs> well, I got the satisfaction of eating this decadent cookie while keeping my six pack. You know? <laughs> yeah, I get it. One cookie is not going to ruin your whatever. Yeah, it's not going to. <laughs> well, if I have the cookie on leg day, sure, but that's not enjoyable. Want to yeah. have it decadently? <laughs> um, what kind of cookie was this? It a was chocolate, like, a, like a, just a big chocolate chip cookie. Chocolate chip, like freshly baked chocolate chip cookie from a little cookie shop that was around the corner from his place. Yeah, what was it like? <laughs> sounds like great. Sounds delicious. Five, it was really good. Six inches in diameter or something. It was it was pretty big. Yeah. It was bigger than your average cookie. It was like three yeah. or four cookies total. It was thick too. They're, Mickey, I am not uh, a. As the Chris will tell you, it's it's the it's the girth, not the length of the cookie <laughs> that course. really gives you the pleasure. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm absolutely. not a cookie guy, but man, you see the right cookie, and I'm putting that mm-hmm. in me immediately. It's interesting to uh, have uh, eaten something enjoyable in your life and have someone remind you of all the times they got <laughs> watched you eat it. <laughs> I bring it up a lot. I really, it's not healthy. I have an unhealthy no, relationship, I no, think. No, I think, yeah. Um, yeah, you, yeah. And with Chris. Banana. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> speaking, speaking, speaking of unhealthy, of, uh, unhealthy uh, yeah. relationships, what were you going to say? <laughs> no, I, I uh, or aching bananas. This my 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 segue goes with both. <laughs> Go ahead. How many seg? How many? How many ways does your your segue go? Oh uh, shit! Segue off. <laughs> I I will segue off with you right now. We'll see who gets there first. Okay, let's segue off. Chris, you watch Mickey and I segue okay. off each other. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Ready? Speaking best part. Of, go. Speaking of aching bananas. Wait, were you? What were you doing? Shouldn't there be something else after that though to be a successful segue? Well, I watched. I yeah. thought we were gonna like. I thought we were gonna like uh, segue off. Well, you gotta go. I can't. It, like we gotta. We gotta hear your segue oh, off. Oh, one after another. We're not. We're not doing it at the same time. I don't do it at the same time. <laughs> you kind of did a jerk off motion when you said that. Too. <laughs> yeah, we're not. We're not, we're not doing. We're not segueing each other. It's right by your time. mouth. It doesn't have to be so close to your mouth. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Am I aching banana no, over uh, here? Uh, Jesus. You're yeah, talking about an aching banana. No, I was just going to say, speaking of aching bananas, what's the weirdest thing you're putting in your mouth? Um, was it was eyeball really pate by chance? <laughs> eyeball pate. That's your, that's your eyeball pate. That's a great line. Yes, yes. Eyeball um, pate. Work on that so, eyeball so, pate. Uh, so my segue for that is um, uh, the, uh, the leather face stretch scene. Where, uh, you know, he kind of humps her with his the chainsaw. Phallic chainsaw. Uh-huh. Does yeah. he jizz his pants? Yeah, it kind of seems that way, but then not I, at I'd, the same time. Because then he rides actually, down. Yeah, I don't know that he jizzes his pants. I think that I I think the reason why he destroys the 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 DJ booth is because I think he got it up, doesn't know what to do with it, right? And it's oh, now so becoming okay. like aggro. Yeah, rage bone. Interesting. He's okay. like, how do yeah. I do that? What do I do with this? What do I do with this? Because you okay. know you got yeah. the feelings, but no way of releasing it. I think if he had released it, he'd be having a cigarette in that DJ booth, not destroying it with his chainsaw. Mm-hmm. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I, I, it, her dialogue written there could be, I think that could have been a lot better. You know what I mean? <laughs> like her just being like, you're good. Good. good you know what i mean it's like really well i mean he's odd. i mean he's he's, well, he's just he's just stating and i think yeah. that she's like i think she's saying like like yeah you're she's you're, rolling like, with she's, it yeah she's, See, she's validating it, his manhood yeah i don't know not it that comes up not weird. that i know anything about that but i have to do this with michelangelo all <laughs> I, the time uh, well you're good uh, you're good no michelangelo you're well, good it's like it's, it starts it's, it starts out like it starts out like you're good you're a good person but then it's yeah. like it turns sexual because of him like it, and she rolls with yeah. it because like she's a woman in this world and she's following what the man's doing because right now she has no choice. Like right. her, her, so her scene with chop top, I, I do want to go, I'm going to say my part about sure. that scene too with Leatherface, but her scene with chop top is, is uh-huh. like, I feel like women live that almost on oh, a daily yeah. basis. Yeah, you know absolutely. what I mean? Where it's like, there's this oh, yeah. guy, he's making me feel weird. Like I'm going to try, I'm tr- trying to get him out of here is and he just I'm trying to acquiesce as much as possible. Me? Mm-hmm. I'm Absolutely. like I'm not gonna give I'm not gonna give you too much validation. I'm not gonna give you too much, but I'm also mm-hmm. not gonna like shoot you down so yeah. that you don't become violent with me. Um, right. And his, no, she's like, like, here's lamp. 
here's his, yeah, his here's, here's rubber man, here's shark, yeah. here's armadillo. There's yeah. the door. There's the door. Uh-huh. Come on, man, get out. What a you great know? jump scare. Oh, oh it's also great. In that great. Scene. great. But also, I, I wanted if you to don't mention know, something. It's coming? It, mm-hmm. we, I, th- for a moment, when Bill Mosley first shows up in that sequence, Chop Top, and he's on the couch, uh, I was, you know, Molly said, who is that psychotic Beetlejuice ass motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, right. I was like, he's got some Beetlejuice vibes in yeah. the beginning. Yeah. He's like, he's like, yeah. hey, uh, I don't like, like records. You know, he's got like that whole, yeah. So I'm, uh, so I'm putting it out there into the universe. Please somebody write back, you know, Michael Keaton, please email me. Did you bite a little bit of Bill Mosley's? Chop mm-hmm. top for Beetlejuice. Was there a little bit? Did you? I'm saying, was it a character study? I don't did know. Did you scratch with sure. the hanger a little bit? I'm not saying. With the did Bill you? Did you? <laughs> what's, what's he Bill say? Bill Mosley like, is uh, my life. He says, lit, like, uh, I always say about his plate, you dog dick. Get off my oh, plate, goes, you yeah. dog. Dog dick. will hunt. Dog well, will hunt. Dog will hunt. Yeah, that's uh, great. God damn it, uh, Leatherface. You dented my you my, dented uh, my plate. middle plate. I'm gonna have to go mm-hmm. to the VA. God damn it! That uh, Bill Mosley um, yelling uh, yelling dog will hunt sampled in uh, Jerry was a race car driver by Primus. Oh, oh yeah, that's I didn't know. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so 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 back to Leatherface. Yeah, uh, possibly sure. just in his pants. Lover. I like, I like what you're saying, Mickey. He he gets the boner. He doesn't know what to do with it, and like, mm-hmm. yeah, um, you know, I think his him destroying the radio station is a kind of love letter. It's his it's his love language. If oh, you okay. if you read the, yeah. the 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 five love languages, it's his is oh, yeah. uh, 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 the sixth love language, which is acts <laughs> of destruction. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Um, wait, that, that. I think it's you're joking, right? That's not a thing that they've got a six that's acts of destruction, right? No, 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 no. Oh, I just okay. Made I that up. <laughs> it's okay. five no, love languages, well... and the the yeah. sixth one for this film is acts of destruction. That's yeah. Leatherface's. You're but kind I of right, though, right? Very believable. Very believable. Yeah. Well, Pe- it's like yeah. pubescent, like you know, boys who like throw rocks at girls well, they like, right? Punch well, because you like her. She's cute. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm, that's what I'm getting for. I think it's a great yeah. metaphor you trip her and for shove her down the stairs because you think she's pretty. Yes, uh, I think it's <laughs> a great metaphor. For... <laughs> Mickey, are you about to commit, you're about to admit to crime? Stop. <laughs> oh, I no. put something out and I'm trying to say it. You guys won't let <laughs> you're me good. say it. Sorry. You're good. Go ahead. You're good. Go ahead. Okay. You're, you're so. Oh, you're so I good. I think it's you're a so great. Good. I think it's a great <laughs> metaphor for how men behave in courtship of women. Basically what you guys are saying, yes. Uh, when he's destroying everything and he's like humping the air with the chainsaw and he's like, that's good, right? Right? And she's like, yeah, yeah. And it's like, despite like my evolution and maturity as a gentleman, despite me like trying to grow and learn and like like learn poetry and literature and, and, and wanting to be a more sensitive and caring lover, like there's still like the lizard brain of me that like totally like <laughs> understands what he's doing and like, yeah, like hop and destroy. Yes, that's the <laughs> yes, yes, you know. Mind you, I am not saying that I, I, I am uh, uh connecting with the <laughs> he's connecting 
with leather chainsaw face. humping. <laughs> but like, Maybe like I get that. As, I, off earlier. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm okay. Not, That's I'm not, typical, I, Chris. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to make myself vulnerable, and Chris makes it awkward. Chris does, not my words. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, Mickey. Chris, you're go upstairs. Chris, uh, Mickey, you know what I'm saying, like. It's like that. It's like the dumb man, caveman, lizard brain part of your brain is like, yeah, smash, yeah. You impressed? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. So Leatherface's connection with Stretch, mm-hmm. um. Like, a you got like you, the point of view of like he, like he listens to this her radio show all the time, right? With, yeah. With, with Chop Top, like they yeah. listen to it. So like they're, you they're have favorite, this sort of like favorite. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like you have this like he has this built-in fake fantasy relationship with her already, right? Mm-hmm. Then um, yeah. You like if he. If you go, this is this is my theory based off of like if he like jizzed in his pants, right? <laughs> okay, yeah. Continue. Yeah, yeah. No, I I'm, love I'm, that. I, I love that. The last Eric. <laughs> if so, he did. <laughs> so, Leatherface in this is kind of like a dog, right? He's like a, okay. like a dangerous dog. You know, he's kind of like in in the right hands, he could be docile, like she's able to make him sometimes. Um, and so it it just reminded me because like I, I agree with you, Mickey. I think you're more spot on with your theory. But when I was watching this and I was thinking about like, did he jizz in his pants? And then like thinking about like her ability to sort of sway him. Uh, my friend uh, uh, was uh, from high school. I have this friend from high school and he was on a vacation with a friend of his. I wasn't on this vacation. So this is a secondhand story. I want names. I so, want names. I'll give you names names. and addresses right here. (laughs) Okay. Um, So this friend is with my buddy and like they are, uh, they, you know, it's like a van vacation. You know what I mean? There, it's like a poor family, you know, you're, you're driving to your vacation. Um, uh, So anyways, there's the dog, the family dog is in the car and the dog gets like an erection and his Mm -hmm. friend who's this fucking, he was a crazy guy. I got. He was fucking nuts, awesome but nuts. Uh, apparently, he takes a t-shirt. According to my friend, he takes a t-shirt and he jacks the dog off, like to get rid of the boner, because he's like, I gotta get rid of this boner. I'm jack the dog off real quick, and then it's done, right? So apparently, according to my buddy, I love that line of reasoning. Yeah, yeah, right. I gotta get rid um, of his dog's boner. boner. I gotta do this. Look at it. Yeah, I gotta do it. I gotta do it. You know, I gotta do it. You do what you gotta do. So, I mean, I think that's what Stretch is doing. It's like, okay, I gotta you know, metaphorically jerk off his dick yeah, with his chainsaw. Yeah, but the dog doesn't have a chainsaw pointed at his crotch. He's just seeing no, no, the but, dog. Okay, okay, but hold on, hold on. Okay. Let me finish my thought. So, um. So he does this, and apparently, <laughs> probably no surprise to you two. Apparently, this dog loves my buddy's friend <laughs> from this yeah. day forward. It's like his yeah. best friend. This dog did not know 
before this, apparently, according to him, did not know any tricks. But this dog would when when his friend would tell him to sit, it would sit. He he like learned tricks as a result mm-hmm. of this of this method. So I'm just saying, you want to yeah. teach your dog how to do you want the shortcut, it might be yeah. jacking off the <laughs> dog buy, with an old t shirt. You buy well, yourself you know, a good it's, 40 it's, pack of t shirts and you just start drinking <laughs> it. <laughs> a 40 yeah, pack? No, I, no I, you just do it is, once. Once. But this is this is no, you this sicko. Is no different than I oh this is no different than I, I and when I was younger in my first marriage. My whoa, first marriage. Whoa, is... whoa, whoa. <laughs> what are you about to say about your wife? You just get ready. Just get my first marriage. My first wife. Um, <clears throat> she was told by some of her girlfriends that in order, and, and she was very transparent. We talked pretty openly about things. I uh, just didn't get along. But um, she was told by a bunch of girlfriends. She was like, "If you really want to control your guy, just you know, make sure he's happily." pleased in that yeah. way you know just make sure that, and he'll do whatever you tell him to so i don't think it's like unique to that dog <laughs> i don't think it's like i think it's well no i think yeah it's part of experience yeah so can i can i tell yeah. you one one last male experience thing that's gross is it about jacking somebody off kind of it's it's so okay um <laughs> I'm, I'm How many in, of these? I'm in, this I'm, uh, well is deep. This well is deep. You can see you have so <laughs> many So, so anyways, l- listen, listen. So, so I was living in Chicago. Some things failed for me, and I'm living back home in Kansas City. Um, and uh, uh, I'm out, uh, and I'm not drinking at this time in my life, uh, but I'm out with uh, some of my brother's friends. I'm not going to say which brother. It was one of my crazy brothers. And I'm talking to one of his friends, and he's like, you know what you do when you want to control your woman, you know, to make her know she fucked up. And I was like, please tell me what, <laughs> you know, just like, <laughs> yes. What, what should I do? This is definitely going to be good advice. Your woman, you know? yeah. yeah. He's like, you, you, first of all, you wait for her to get a pedicure. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Then when she falls asleep, you jack off on her feet and you don't say nothing. <laughs> and apparently this okay. tells your wife that you're upset with something that she did and that she needs to get in line and it works, according to this oh. person. So this guy was your spiritual leader for a while, right? This Supposed guy was my mentor. <laughs> Still is. Still is. <laughs> and how many times has Allie's feet been cut? <laughs> oh, God. Come on, man. Why you got to? No. Too far. I didn't say anything about Molly. Yeah, yeah. Are you yeah, telling your story? Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Um, uh, <laughs> can I, can I uh, impart something that, like, I don't think is necessarily intentional, but that uh, I can't help but wonder if maybe there's something there to it? Uh, so mm-hmm. the scene, obviously, that we're hitting uh, hard with Leatherface and uh, Stretch and him acting out his chainsaw as a phallus and kind of like, you know, rubbing it up against her leg and then her crotch. Do you guys know about like the invention of the chainsaw and the original purpose of it? No. So the chainsaw was originally invented by a couple of Scottish doctors as a gynecological tool. What? What? Yeah, so the original chainsaw was a little, it was a small hand crank 
not mechanized but like the whole ideology was to uh pretty much before c-sections were regularly done it was a process called a cystisiotomy and <laughs> i know it's cringy right <laughs> so the whole ideology is to like cut through bone for women that were unable to give clean childbirths in the like 1700s oh 1800s God. Oh, I wonder. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, it's fucked Mickey. up. But it's but it's fascinating though that that's like the the origins of what a chainsaw is. So it's just interesting. Mickey, like, you, did you, Tobe Hooper like distinctly write that in for that reason? I just think it's yeah. disgusting that, that 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 was even a thing ever in history. Yeah, it's yeah. like it, that's, I mean, that's so. Uh, would that's have saved lives man. technically. How do you anyway, know? So did it, you know this when you watched it, or did you look it up or something? Like how? Like where? where is yeah. this just like where does this information come knew? from? Do you look up tools <laughs> that do these things? <laughs> this is a hobby of yours. I, <laughs> yep. No, actually, I did find because uh, one thing I already knew that because uh, I learned that a couple years ago, and I think had the same reaction that you did, Mickey. Of like, oh my god. But then it's kind of curious, yeah. and like I want to know more about it, you know. So anyway, though, it's fascinating, right, that like then this tool that was used for that purpose then became then like it's funny that that's the process mm -hmm. of like gynecological tool to then like 100 years later, it's used for cutting down trees. You know what I mean? It's weird. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that would yeah. surprise any woman. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Oh, yeah. 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 That makes sense to me. Yeah. But also the fact that it was also used as a medical device in the latter part of this film. Yeah. Yeah. On Drayton. Mm hmm. Yeah. That's true. Yep. Helped fix some ailments. Yeah, fix my hypothesis. I like the fact that he's just like firing off one liners to no one under a table. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's, would you, would you yeah. guess that that guy is like, uh, a, like a, uh, New York City actor, uh, uh, veteran? Like his, no. you look into his history. He's got a super interesting history. Yeah. And the only reason why he was in the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre is because for some reason Toby Hooper had to hire a Screen Actors Guild actor one for the film. Mm -hmm. no. So he reached out to this like a theater director in the community um, and like asked him to be in it. Mm. Isn't that nuts? Because he does. I would not guess yeah. that he's like some sort of like serious theater actor, no, director, he's artist guy. Incredibly yeah. hammy. Yeah. Right. But Came like, I purpose. think that's how good yeah. of an actor he is. Like, he's yeah, he's yeah, given yeah. exact. In the first one, he's <clears throat> terrifying, and in the second one, he's fucking mm -hmm. hilarious. Yeah. What's that? What's the line? Like when 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 Dennis <laughs> Hopper comes in, is that and, some kind and, of uh, health food thing? I or love that line. Like, <laughs> that's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He, he's really hilarious yeah. do you think he says because uh, he says i'm the harvester of soul he's like this harper comes out and goes, yeah i am the harvester of souls or something like that he goes what is that like some kind of what's that health food? <laughs> he says what's yeah. that <laughs> i also love, love uh, of the their little caves falling in he's like ranting and raving like about taxation yeah. Yep. Yes. Like, you know, <laughs> oh, it's more yeah, it's, gotta pay all the taxes. The yeah. Hollywood celebrities know yep. the uh, working man always takes it up the ass. <laughs> yep. And then he gets it up the ass. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He grabs well, nubbins. Yeah. You remember nubbins uh, from the first one? 
question for you whenever leatherface yeah. is wearing the uh the hitchhiker's corpse on him when he's killing the yuppies in the beginning of the film right uh isn't that a bit of a hat on a hat i mean he's got a mask <laughs> yeah. made out of dead people yeah. and then he's wearing people, another dead person on top. Yeah. i thought it was i thought it was it's very creepy and effective uh also the stuntman that wasn't um that wasn't bill johnson um in that part, uh, well, yeah, he that couldn't was... like he couldn't hold a chainsaw like above his head or something like that, and so they had to have the stunt was... guy do all that. Yeah, that was Tom Morga who also plays. Um, he's played Michael Myers and Jason, so he's like hit really? the trifecta. Wow! Wow! Yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. In the uh, uh, the bridge scene that you're talking about, yeah, I thought it was like that. That film, like really gets like the tone of what this film is like so well and like it's so weird and terrifying but hilarious at the same time and you have like Tom Savini's like mm-hmm. special effects like on, on, on like it's just that that's it for me uh for this movie of like you you show that scene and this is this is what the movie is going to be mm-hmm. yeah yeah you know, and how badly like i mean you're happy to see the yuppies die you know like yeah. the yuppie right? jerk yeah. off guys yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. you're like yeah like good, buzz and um <laughs> buzz and uh what's the other guy's name is it buzz and here I, bright lights and big titties mm-hmm that's all and she the is. Signs. Bright lights and Ugh. big every like the Alamo, the San Jacinto. Yeah. It's like all the <laughs> like famous. You know, I bet as a Texan, uh, you were like, "Fuck these guys." Yeah, don't shoot the San Jacinto, Battle of San Jacinto, buddy. And then you know, remember the Alamo, and then there was one other one. I can't remember what the other one was, but yeah, all on. But they're, they're all like, painted as... the same. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. What you're saying is more interesting. Oh, I was just saying that they're all painted the same. I don't know if that's an actual like lineage of signs that actually like mm. are, are on a particular road going into Dallas, or if that's just something Toby Hooper did, just to be like, remember oh, they, they did that. Yeah, yeah, but but I'm just mean like I don't know if Toby Hooper's like duplicating what actually exists. Trying to imagine or if as, it was. As... Or if he was so just being watched... like, this is how Texas, I'm going to make this thing. Because nobody knows the Battle of San Jacinto unless you grew up in Texas. So where I, I can tell you where they shot those scenes, those signs weren't there. I don't yeah. know if those signs exist somewhere else, but where That's they shot those scenes. That's what I was thinking, that maybe it's a thing. Those, no. yeah. You're talking about like the, the order. Like if you're traveling down the highway, that's the yeah. order of signs that you would see. Yeah, and whatever specifically that, that section that's of the highway that, that they Yeah. Well, because he's very specific about it. he says Burke Burnett, which is like people don't know this, but Burke Burke Burnett is like right outside of Dallas, and it's where mm. she keeps talking about. It. I'm like that is such a specific detail to the Oklahoma uh, Texas border that it just felt like very like man he he really is just like he's making this Dialing thing up. very like inside baseball. Dialing up all the Texas know how. Yeah. Like like Easter eggs for Texas people, it feels like. Mm-hmm. Uh, love the songs that they're using in the beginning too. Oh. The oh, cramps yeah. and then the cramps, boingo, boingo, yeah. Great soundtrack. That's a cool station. That's a station I would be into. Yeah, 
right? That looks to be uh, working out Above of like a, a real shit shack. <laughs> yeah, shit shack. <laughs> that place nowhere. looks awful. <laughs> it's in the heart of like uh, that area, though. Yeah, doesn't seem it's like deep it from in the, the shot. Heart. Yeah, deep in the if you, heart if you of go, that area. If you go to it now, the location now is like not recognizable at all. It just looks like oh, I'm it sure. looks like a, any downtown area condominiums. I'm sure, off or, uh, yeah. like office building. You're so wrong, Chris. You're so wrong. It's office <laughs> and parking. It's mixed use. Not I bet the first floor is retail. Use, you piece of shit. <laughs> God, I can't believe how stupid you are. Go God. fucking eat a cookie. I'm gonna watch. Um, can we talk about Lou? Uh, Lou Perryman um, uh, was I... LG. Oh, yeah. oh, LG. LG was one of my fucking... faves. I love it. I, <laughs> All right, uh, darling. You know. All right, darling. He doesn't uh, know how to um, disconnect the phone line though. Yeah. yeah, that was kind of like that's like is that a thing? Was that a thing or is that just a thing uh, they invented no. for the film? I feel like it's a thing they invented for the film. Yeah. Um uh but uh uh the actor is it Lou Perryman? Is that his name? Yeah, it's LG. Uh, uh Lou, Lou Perry, Alvega. Lou Perry. Um uh Did you say Luke Perry? Yes, Luke Perry. Yep. That's who Luke that is. Perry. <laughs> his greatest Perry role played today. LG. Yeah, um, character actor uh, Luke no, Perry. No, but Lou <laughs> Lou Perry uh, was a camera operator on Texas Chainsaw, um, ah, uh, and then plays fun. plays LG in the sequel. And he was like, he was like, I'm gonna play this like Paul Newman and HUD. Yeah. Like he, uh. he, the way he carries it, he's like, I'm gonna carry myself and give like silhouettes as if I am Paul Newman and HUD. But a hawk yeah. loogies, <laughs> and also, but also, it's funny because you think about Paul. Okay, so Paul Newman's this gorgeous, charming actor, right? And he plays Hulk. gorgeous, yeah. And people, I think it's a common misconception that people are like, "Hud is cool." And it's like, no, Hud is a fucking loser. Yeah, Hud's Paul a scumbag. Hud, yeah. Hud is not the hero <laughs> of the movie at all. Anyways, I thought it was really funny. They was like, "I'm gonna play this like I'm Hud." Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I hawk loogies. No, I I get it. No, I I this is the misconception of a lot of films that I watched growing up. It's like these guys <laughs> that you end up like being like, "He's cool," you know. I have, that makes um, sense for LG. That LG would think Hud is cool. Oh yeah, Hud is cool. I want to be like yeah. Hud. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess kind of along those lines, I have a bit of a controversial take. Motherface uh, oh, no. is a pretty shitty butcher. Yeah, Who? agreed. Motherface oh, yeah. is a shitty butcher. I mean, LG's still alive. He's cutting him off, you know? I mean, you got to cut that guy, yeah. kill it, you got to drain it. He's doing a terrible job. Just awful. Agreed, agreed. You I, have to I, like, yeah, you, you take the bow, you take the, the stomach and all that stuff out because that can like, yep. the bile can get into the <laughs> meat. Yeah, yeah. And he's just not, he's actually going for the stomach, I think at some point. I'm like, eh, that's <laughs> yeah, that's him right. Yeah. Gonna, and he's using he's an electric knife. No bile. butcher yeah, uses knife, an electric knife. But a very funny sight <laughs> gag when he's like, he oh, like absolutely. picks up that little <laughs> electric and it's like... <laughs> Yeah. Well, and uh, it's it's very good. goes down with it and comes up and it's covered in blood too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good. And he like he somehow carves off the face kind of perfectly. <laughs> yeah. 
with it, yeah. which is impossible, which kind of goes against what you were saying. Like, that's some pretty good skills to cut off a face like that. I've he tried. has one in- intrinsic ability to cut off face. Yeah, that's his one thing. I like that. Yeah. Do you notice... Did you notice like he's got like a, a, a like a, a multi-ethnic face? Yeah. Like he he's yeah. got like he's got, got like a darker are, yeah. face yeah. on the I think it's the left-hand corner but it's like mm-hmm. it's also all fucking cockeyed and wrong. It's it looks like yeah. on the bottom left it's the upper right part of a face that's mm-hmm. down there. <laughs> it's it's <a> fucking <laughs> crazy. It's fucking yeah. Tom Savini like whenever so when I when I, when I watched this for the first time, uh, not too long ago, it's like I see Tom Savini, and whenever I see Tom Savini's name, it's just like okay, I can. Re- it's mm-hmm. uh, like like I know some like really fantastic <laughs> things are about to happen. This could mm-hmm. be a You're piece of shit, but I'm yeah. going to enjoy the gags in this. Like oh, he's, yeah. he's 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 fucking great. He's oh, yeah. great, and this was during like his like wonderful creative time where he was like doing yeah. a really a lot of really cool stuff yeah, yeah. no 100 agree love him love him love tom savini you want to be you want to have tom savini over an ice bucket of soda <clears throat> and you just saw in that bucket spraying him with soda juice as he's that's eating, you want, that's where yeah. you want to be. He's yeah. eating the As biggest, eating. freshest cookie you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> raw, just a tube. He's eating a tube of Toll House raw cookie oh, yeah. dough, just like oh, man. really deep throating it. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh wow, oh, boy, Mickey, you know Tom Savini, right? You're like so a neighbor. I've, I've met him. I've met him. Yeah. Do you think yeah. he'd do that for us on the podcast? At this point in his eat life, a cookie. eat a cookie. No, yeah. deep throat a, a tub of Toll House raw cookie dough. Deep throat. Yeah, I think. Okay. I, yeah, I could probably convince him of that. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have him on. Yeah. We'll record it. Because that one time, that one time we met at a horror con, and I told him how big a fan I was, he was gonna be like, "Sure, yeah, I'll do that for you." <laughs> <laughs> Tell him I love Martin. Yeah, yeah. Martin's great. He'll get it. He's great in Martin. Um. Yeah. Yeah, guys. Hold on. What else? What else? I don't, I, don't, I I got a couple small things. I I I thought that one of my favorite favorite gig or gags in the whole movie is when Stretch is screaming and Drayton tells Leatherface, "Bring her down! Bring her down!" And Leatherface is all like. Well, uh, you hear she's like, I really, I, okay, uh-huh. okay, I'll do it. You know, that whole like physical, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. like, um, it's like, I laughed out loud. I was like, it's almost Chaplin esque with his physical mm-hmm. yeah. humor because he's like, ah, oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. And then, it was uh, good. I wish the, the the audience should be seeing this. Well, I'll put this on somewhere on Instagram, me but recreating it's, it's he's, he's like, uh, uh, what's his face from, uh, um, uh, uh, Breakfast Club. Goonies. Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. Okay. Yeah. What, What's his who? face? Uh, 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 is it Michael Emilio C. Hall? Estevez? Uh, my, uh, no. Uh, uh, Michael. What, what, uh, yeah, Michael C. Hall. But why? Why Michael C. Hall? Is why, it Michael yeah. C. Hall? Is it Michael? Is that right? 
The nerdy one? No, is the, Michael the C. Hall one? Dexter? <laughs> no. Oh, fuck. I'm fucking this up right now. Oh, Anyways, he's... No. The Breakfast he is Club? Leather, yeah, Leatherface is modeled after like a John Hughes nerdy teenager get, uh, guy who can't get the well, girl. That would, so that would like be Michael 16 C. Hall. 16 Candles, Breakfast Club. It's Michael C. Hall. Okay, Anthony, thank you. Anthony Michael Hall. Anthony, Anthony Michael Hall. Hall. Not Mike. Michael C. Michael Hall is Dexter. Anthony, Anthony Michael Hall. Hall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, Anthony yeah. Michael Evil Hall. Evil dies okay. tonight. Okay. No, but, Michael C. Hall. Yeah. Or no, uh, Anthony Michael Hall, <laughs> evil dies tonight. Um, oh, my God. Oh, my God. For all you okay, Halloween yeah. fans. Um, yeah. J- John Hughes. Uh, so, the John so Hughes of it all. Leatherface, the writer based Leatherface off of like a Anthony Michael Hall type character from a John Hughes film. So oh. like the scenes you're describing where it's like. Uh, where you're like, he's like, uh, you know, you got a killer. Are, are you in love with her? Are you like, are you doing this? Yeah. And he's got those looks it's like, sex uh, the song, know, like I'm embarrassed right sex now. Sex in like, Yeah. Sexual. <clears throat> nobody knows what that's about, but the Saul's family. No, sex is, is uh, no, he knows what it's about. It's, it's, uh, it's salacious or something. He says something like that. It's like, it's like, uh, oh, it's no. bullshit. He's, he's, he's saying, like, don't do, se- like, I'll tell you about sex. This is nothing good to become of it. Well, it, obviously. Because he's been inbreeding his, like, kids yeah. for. <laughs> it's interesting the role of the Saw, right? Saw is life. And then, like, the final scene with Chop Top, whenever, uh, Stretch tears the saw from grandma's oh, from, skeleton yeah. and chop tops like you killed her just because she didn't have bitch. the saw anymore yeah it's bitch, like it's funny, you know? bitch. yeah the the role of the saw well which by the way did you guys notice how many like skeletons and wheelchairs there were was in the cave i think there was yeah. three which is hilarious yeah. <laughs> it's like they brought yeah. the wheelchair and the skeleton <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> this is pretty cool um, yeah, yeah, this is cool. We should bring this down here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, napalm, man. Napalm. Far out. Uh, do, do you think... Will chills are my you, life. Who, who's, who, who says bitch better, Chop Top or Freddy Krueger? Mm. Ooh. Those, that's those, one. Th- that's, tough. that's tough. Listen, it's, tough. It, I'm kidding. it's the same I knew word, would, but you're talking would, about apples no, and oranges here. This is a whole I know. other discussion. I knew discussion. this is going to cause some is, kind of existential oh, crisis for you. I should have oh, brought God. it up. I'm sorry. Chris, Jeez. Chris <laughs> will you eat this bag of cookies for me, please, right now? Yeah, I need, I need, to, need to calm down. I need here, to relax. Here, just watch me. Thank you. Thank you. While we're talking about Stretch grabbing the chainsaw from the grandmother, I will say that the cherry on top the thing that makes this film really settle well after multiple watches is that closing shot with the texas flag on top of that like mountainous cave it was a thing of such beauty when i watched it finish i was like this is so good this is so good a woman losing her mind throwing a chainsaw all around but the texas flag is above her yeah the highway behind her well, she's kind of got that like like barbarian Amazon cave woman look to her. She's got chainsaw swinging it above her head. She's yeah. looking hot. And then you got the flag just flying on top of that. It little, does. It does. You know, that very flaccid, uh, that very uh, you know phallic symbol. The the mm-hmm. mountain just steeped up real hard up top like that. Oh, I was turned on, man. I was like, yeah, this it's, movie's great. It's a very Frank Franzetta type of image, you know. 
who mm-hmm. was famous mm-hmm. for all the illustrations yep. of Conan the Barbarian. Conan the Barbarian, mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agreed. It was it was very yeah, it was hot. I uh I mean it goes without saying, but you know, you gotta call it out. I think uh you know what beats a, a family of crazed inbreds with a whole bunch of chainsaws? Uh a gun, any gun. <laughs> just a gun. And in yeah, the most you're in Texas state, and no most, one seems to yeah, Well, unless unless you're a yuppie. Unless you're a yuppie, then that gun's yeah, not gonna right? work. But so, well, so let's explore. Break, Why yeah. does Dennis Hopper not have a gun? Yeah, well, because it's not as cool as uh, Bandolero chainsaws, obviously. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's got to kill the enemy <laughs> with the enemy's tool. Yeah. you know what I mean. Uh-huh. He can't like it'd be too yeah. easy. It's the same reason I, I t- why he, like, for no reason, puts this like innocent woman in harm's way constantly. Yeah, throughout the movie, he's he's really mm-hmm. an inept, self righteous. Oh yeah, self righteous. Yeah, he's not our hero. Stretches our hero for sure. Yeah. Absolutely, well, he's she is the one. She's the one making like altruistic, uh, uh, um, um, uh, choices in service of something outside of herself that seems to be good. You to know? that point, I don't know if you came across it uh, in anything you, but like the scene whenever Stretch goes to his hotel room, Dennis Hopper's hotel room after the newspaper thing, he kind of look. He, Dennis yeah. Hopper looks like shit. Like he's yeah. not drinking like, in that room. Yeah. Well, there's a scene evidently, or that I think they shot, or that they they did part of at least, in which that he's supposed to have, like had some sort of like drinking craze and like a fantasy about chainsaws coming like into the room and stuff like through the walls. Like I, I found a commentary track and Tobe Hooper was talking about it. So I was like, that kind of makes sense why he looks like such shit there and kind of yeah. explains that a little bit better. So to that point, I think he's a man at the end of his rope that gets cut out of the film. But yeah. like there's some scenes there at least that are out there that, you know, explain his his choice making more. Yeah. And I, I like without that scene being there, I get that he's going through something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, he's like, big, I like, yeah, like, like end of the road kind of like this is the point where he's been living in this for too long. That mm-hmm. we've oh gone yeah, from, he's, he's we've, been eaten yeah, away by it. We've gone from vindication to now you are obsessive. You are this mm-hmm. is this is who this is your personality. Um, I also told Molly when we were watching. I said next year for Halloween, I'm going as Lefty and you're going as Ash, and we're gonna chainsaw this bitch up, man. It's gonna Ooh. be awesome. I like Just it. Chainsaws everywhere. Chainsaw off. But uh, what's that? Next year for Why'd Halloween, Allie's going as Stretch. I'm going as Stretch. Chris, you're going as Stretch. We're gonna have a weird. Everyone night. Stretch. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> gonna eat cookies. Yeah. What? Well, but which Stretch are you going as? Because oh, there's three um, films you can choose from. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say like three acts of the yeah. film, but yeah, I like that you went too. with the three different <laughs> films. Yeah, that's great. That's no. great. I'll watch. I'll watch the Hatchet movie, and uh, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. I think I want. I want uh, TCM two for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Stretch. I want them short I mean, shorts. Sh- stretch in the radio. I mean, in the DJ booth is is like. Almost like close to the most perfect woman in the world. Whoa, Molly! Hope you're listening to this I episode. I said close. I said close. Just, just a hair shy of Molly. 
Don't get me started. I'll... Don't get me started on Friday Thirteenth Part Seven, though. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> That's an ongoing joke. Listeners, go back listen to a couple episodes where I go on and on about Part Seven. We got Friday Thirteenth episodes. Lincoln. Check those out. Um, do we have anything else to say about Texas Chainsaw Two? Just that if you ever want to know what my my uncle El and my cousin Wayne and Jimbo act like, just watch LG. He's like a, a okay. dead ringer oh, really? for my for my yeah for my uncle and cousins. <laughs> That's awesome. He's a, they're yeah. they're HUD wannabes that hawk loogies yeah. and build <laughs> uh, uh, French, French fry houses. cabins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it for me, man. I'm good. I I I'm ready to like I I know who I'm recommending this to. Oh, great, Chris. Anything else to say? Uh, I know you wanted to say that thing. Oh yeah, go ahead. What the but the thing ahead. that you were telling me about before we you were, started recording. You were talking about don't deny you were, like embarrassed about thing. it a little bit and like it was like you were like it's kind of racist. You don't racist, talk about it normally, but, you know, but it's just feel, the three of us in a basement by ourselves. Very very safe space. Like, go ahead and say this. Yeah, it's safe, safe space. space. Oh, it's just between I, us. Uh, uh, <laughs> since when does an audio clip of someone dying uh, mean anything? I know, right? <laughs> the greatest evidence in the world. It's gold. Yeah. To anyone, like no Ever. one should be invested. I mean, in it fits. Nothing makes sense. No, nothing makes sense in this. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's all absurd. It's like crazy. Yeah. Um. Uh. But okay, Mickey. Uh. Uh. Who do you recommend this to? Who comes into the video okay. store? So, whoa, <laughs> whoa! Yeah, I got <laughs> he almost fucking knocked us out. He like did like his like like an arms thing, and like almost okay. fucking knocked us both out because he did both arms at the same time. Jesus, there are people like sitting right next to you. Be I careful, know, please. I know, I know. Hey, lay off my plate, you. You dog know, uh, you know. That's worse. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so I'm gonna say that my recommendation number one is for anybody from East Texas. Watch it, and you'll get a kick out of it. You'll love it. Your mom's so gonna that, love this. A, yeah, my mom's gonna love this movie. She's, she's the, no, actually, I shit you not. When she starts watching the movie, she's gonna be like, I don't know why I love it. There's no reason for me to love this film, but something huh. about it just feels like a, the, one of the greatest films of all time. I really connect right, with uh, the woman. But, but I'll, I will also say that this is a film for somebody who likes comedy horror. And mm -hmm. I would definitely approach it that way with them because I had no, uh, nobody contextualized this film for me when I first saw it. So I ended up not giving it the shake it deserved because nobody contextual. So I would definitely say to somebody, oh, you're a fan of comedy horror? Then mm -hmm. yes, this is a great film to put in your lexicon of comedy horror because it, it really is funny and fun. But if you're going in not expecting it, you may not warm up fast enough to it to really enjoy it. And that's where I stand. That's what I'm going with. Put it on the fucking board. Nice. Mike, drop. Chris? Um, I would echo what Mickey said. I would also recommend it to um, fathers of pubescent boys. <laughs> They're starting to reach that great special idea. time great. in their life. Great. They really need yeah. to start finding some stuff out. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. The perfect segue. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. See right now, yep. you're like a Leatherface. You see how Leatherface looks? Yeah. That's your room. It's <laughs> It's not cool. Just so you know, this is not you cool. Don't destroy okay? the room. You don't just go throwing everything. You don't everywhere. hump the ladies with the chains. You don't scratch your head with the hanger and make them uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. You yeah. act like Dennis Hopper. You drink too much in the <laughs> hotel room. <laughs> yeah. You disappear you for of, long stretches of time. You use them as bait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, Michelangelo, who you who you yeah. recommending, man? Michelangelo. We know. Who, yeah, come on. Why are you not holding back? I'm being What's the deal? Shy. Are you afraid to Don't say? I, I swear if you say what I think you're going to say, I'm going to... You son of a bitch. What do you think you I'm going to say? Yeah, you I don't gonna think I know what you're going to say. What are you going to say? Okay, well... <laughs> if, if you're coming in here at the video store <laughs> and you're renting Army of Darkness for like okay. the 60th time... And I go, hey, have you seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2? And you say, no, you need to watch this. This is, this is, I think if you're, if your humor's aligned, aligned with like Evil Dead 2 or, or Army of Darkness, I think this is probably a movie you're going to enjoy. You're going to get it. You're going to mm-hmm. get it. Um, uh, I would also echo what both of you guys said as well. There you go. So, Did also, you know, uh, this kind of, hold on, hold on. Also, this kind of yeah. goes in, like, I, I say this a lot, but it's like, if you don't like this movie, then, like, I don't know why you're coming to our video <sighs> store. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's oh. what I thought you were I don't say. always say the it. Thing is, I don't always say it. Mind fucking film, man. <laughs> I don't, I don't mind the sentiment. I don't mind the sentiment, but the thing is, like, we are going to get down to, like, the 10 people that are allowed in the store, <laughs> you yeah. know? And we can't survive on that. We can't survive on it, but it makes the job a whole lot easier. There's uh, ten people true. I like who I can have conversations <laughs> with. Just, just, you just want a friend circle. Yeah, yeah I just want a friend circle. We just talk about movies. I just want the podcast. I don't want the fucking video store. I want the physical video store. I don't want it as business, basically. Yeah. Uh, but for tax purposes, I have it. Well, Chris, what were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to. Did you know Bill Mosley's in Army of Darkness? I didn't know that. He I knew is? this. Yeah, I knew He's this. He's yeah. I didn't know that. I was like, I don't remember him at all, and I've seen that film several times. I don't know. Anyway, huh. I just uh, yeah, that. I, I didn't did know that. not know that until today. Well, that was very interesting. Thank you, Chris. You're welcome. <laughs> um, Chris is going to eat some cookies now. I'm going to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Mickey, where can people follow us on social media? Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at the return slot underscore of horror pod dot com or pod at <laughs> underscore return slot of horror under, yes. at return slot <laughs> underscore of horror pod you can find us on letters letterbox at return slot of horror pod you can rate review like share interact with us on any platform that you listen to podcasts come into the video store into, anytime yeah you can tune into uh, K-O-L-K-A uh, to catch us on the, uh, you know, rock and roll to crest hour, uh, deep in the heart of Texas. <laughs> You're so, only uh, we appreciate though. you. 
Yeah, we're only playing chainsaw sounds. <laughs> that are that are murders. Yeah. Um, so we appreciate you. Um, uh, another happy new year. Fun movie. Let's keep these sassy sequels going. Join us next week for our next sassy sequel. And thank you for listening. And thank you to Mickey for editing this podcast. Yeah. And thank you to Chris for mm-hmm. eating them cookies. Eating those Oop. cookies. And thank you to everyone who listened. We love you. Dog will hunt. Dog, Dog will, will hunt. hunt. <laughs>